Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, at Instagram, at Digital Workflow Dentistry. Good afternoon, dental internet world. My name is Dr. Vishal Sharma, and I'm once again in the offices of my friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski. Mike, we have a very special guest today. I suppose all of them are very special guests, or it wouldn't be very hospitable of us. Uh, I'm going to let you introduce him. Yeah, extremely special guest here. Um, rare appearance in public these days. Um, but yeah, it's great to have you, Anthony. So this is Anthony Denuzio. He's with Densply Serona, and um, he's going to tell us a bit more about his new role with Densply Serona. But uh, he's the guy that for us on anything technology, when we don't have the answers, he's the guy we look to for the answers. So today we're going to talk a lot about technology with Densply Serona, and Anthony's going to bring us up to date on what's coming out, and he's going to bring us up to date on some tips and tricks that I think will help everybody. So Anthony, uh, maybe start with... um, What's uh, your new role you've got with Dance Place Run? Yeah, well, uh, I do appreciate you guys inviting me. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. I, when you were saying a rare uh, sighting, I didn't want everybody to uh, think I never came to visit you guys. So, But, um, yeah, so, uh, so the new role, uh, working uh, as the uh, sales manager for Canada here. So uh, I have the honor of leading the team in the, in the charge to, uh, to continue to grow CEREC this year. So pretty excited about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be working a lot closer together, obviously, with a lot of the education stuff that you do with Densply Serona. So pretty pumped about that. Yeah, that's exciting. You've got a fantastic team across Canada to work with. Mike and I have a lot of experience working more so with the Western Canadian reps. Um, so congratulations on that role. Uh, well-deserved. Uh, tell us a bit about your background before joining Densply Serona. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been in dental uh, since uh, 2008. Uh, so I started out uh, in the U.S. Uh, selling goop and uh, glue and then kind of moved to Canada here, um, you know, cut my teeth in in some more goop and glue and then ended up at Densply Serona. So not a very glamorous path, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm loving it at Densply Serona. When I first got into dental, I learned about Sarek. And so it was kind of my dream to, to one day have the opportunity to work with Sarek. So here I am. And uh, yeah, you know. Living the dream. Love bit, it. A, bit of an ironic uh, career path, given that the new technology is really going to be the uh, extinction, extinction of uh, goop and glue, right? Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> I had to start out there to understand that. Yeah, I guess. fair. Yeah. So uh, East Coast, U.S. Yes. From, yeah. um, so when was the last time you were there and uh, do you miss it? Uh, last time I was there was uh, 20, 2019. Yeah, so I got to go. Uh, we our son was one and a half then, so we got to go down and, and visit some family there. So, uh, yeah, I miss it. I mean, I love Calgary with the exception of days like today when it's <laughs> minus twenty seven. I, I don't think most uh, most enjoy that, but um, yeah, I definitely miss Philadelphia. Yeah, it was it was a good time. That's a long stretch of not being able to be back home, and obviously with the delays in the vaccine, it might be a little while. I'm actually I picked up on a few A's and uh, Did you really? maybe in a yeah. boot uh, when. Anthony was uh, was talking there, so you got to get back to the East Coast so you don't talk like that uh, that twang that Mike has. So, um, Densply Serona had their annual sales meeting uh, last week, yep. and uh, obviously that was done virtually. I think you guys were in Cancun uh, last year for it. We were, yeah, we were in yeah, yeah. I was in Berlin for the Prime Mill unveiling actually at the same time, just over a year ago. So, 
Uh, any sneak peeks as to what the new big piece of tech coming out of your world will be? Um, no, I, I can't really share a whole lot. Uh, I would just say stay tuned. There's uh, in true dense by Sorona fashion. We've got something that is going to um, make your life easier. Um, and obviously it's going to be a pretty big piece of technology. So I, I would say just stay tuned um, for something later on this year. Always teasing us, hey, Mike? Yeah. Always yeah. teasing us. Well, well, we had to ask. We well, had you, to see. you know how it is. Like, I'll find out when you guys find <laughs> out. That's that's usually how it works. Yeah. Well, I, th- I would think that there would make an important thing for these this kind of information to be launched on the podcast, but uh, we'll have to work on them a little bit more. Well, maybe, maybe we'll have to schedule a, a second visit. How's yeah. that? So, you know, uh, both Vish and I are big proponents of the prime scan and, and how much it's been involved in our clinic and and you know coming from the omnicam and, and blue cam and red cam users mm. the prime scan really has been separating it from from the previous scanners and also has really become a big part of the way we're doing dentistry um, so when you have a, a, a dentist that's inquiring about prime scan what are like new to the whole digital technology what are some of the big questions that they're asking well, I mean, the the biggest one I would say is just how do I how do I work this into the clinic? How do I start incorporating this into my my daily workflow? What does that look like? Uh, I mean, cost is always a conversation point that comes up. It's not the most important one, but it is it is a yeah. piece that we talk about. But really, the 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 conversation always leads back to what does this look like in my day to day, and you know how easy it is it to use for the rest of my team to pick up and start using it. Because we all know, I mean, we've all seen scanners that just get, you know, they're not easy to use. So they just get pushed into the corner and become a glorified coat hanger. Yeah. And so, you know, m- most of the time the conversation ends with like, how easy is this thing going to be to use? So yeah, and, and certainly you know having trained a number of dentists on Omnicam. And then, of course, uh, gravitating towards PrimeScan, the integration aspect is just so much easier. There's no doubt from that perspective. So, um, Mike, obviously, the crown and bridge component is probably one major aspect. And, Anthony, I'm sure that's the most common question that you guys get asked. But, Mike, talk a little bit about what else you're doing uh, with PrimeScan right now. We were talking just before we hit uh, record on some of the other avenues that you're using it for. And that might, uh, you know, answer some of those questions for some of the clients that Anthony's been dealing with lately. Yeah, well, um, thanks. I, I agree that it is, you know, realistically, when it went from, if we go back historically, when it went from the red cam and the blue cam and the Omnicam, really, they were crown machines, right? Truly, that's what you were doing is one one visit dentistry, doing, you know, either a couple crowns quadrant. Um, as it moved up through the technology, you could fit more like you could do all four with an omnicam you could do a whole quadrant um now with the prime scan it's opened a lot other avenues for us in the in the clinic with how fast we can do a scan and arch so when when we're able to do a digital impression in two to three minutes uh upper and lower and a bite um it's now something that we can use in a logical step in in a lot of our treatments and a lot of that has been um new patient exams so it's taking a, our new patient exams to another level. Mm-hmm. So we're actually doing like a digital model. With those digital models, as opposed to like models that you take, you know, impressions in a box, um, you know, Vish uh, and I, we both have, um, you know, an occlusion background, but it's nice. You get the, the occlusion on the prime scan is so accurate. When you pull those models apart and look at where the, the patient's biting, you really get to see the wear patterns. You really get to see the high spots and it opens up a whole bunch of, of uh, questions to ask the patient and a whole bunch of, of information about the patient that you otherwise wouldn't have seen before. 
and the accuracy is so so good that you know people who have the tech scan and some of these other devices i think that kind of incorporates it in and the other thing that we're doing a lot on is um, with the orthos 2.0 software where the ortho 2.0 software will actually give us all the interarch distances the overbite overjet and so we'll get all of the inform- basic you know details that we're doing in a new patient exam from that and then it'll also do a rendering of of an aligner therapy right from that ortho software so i find that um, you know, you get a patient with a bit of relapse or a bit of minor crowding, and all of a sudden you can show them um, with a click of the button what it would look like if those teeth were straight. It does open up a whole nother conversation um, with with a, with the idea of like doing sure smile or something. Um, how about you, Vish? Anything to add on that? Well, I, I think that's a pretty good summary, Anthony. As we were talking about before we hit record. Um, you know, really, when we're doing uh, integration training for PrimeScan, a two-day training course, I've got one coming up in Toronto next month. Uh, the bulk of it is crown and bridge design. Sure. We touch base on implants. We touch base on SureSmile. You know, if there is time, we're going to go into OraCheck as a diagnostic tool. Um, and so there's a lot of applications, but I, I don't think we emphasize it enough. And for me, we use the PrimeScan for every new patient exam. And we do something in our office is called a diagnostic reevaluation. So it's basically a new patient exam on existing patients every three to five years. And having the ability to articulate the models uh, on the touchscreen, looking at the occlusal gram, you talk about a tech scan. So we have T-scan technology. We rarely use it anymore with the prime scan. It's just so accurate from that perspective. So case presentation, showing recession, being able to track that. Like as a diagnostic tool, I think it's really uh, underutilized and maybe um, even under-advertised. Yep. And so, you know, in the course that I'm going to be taking or, or giving, sorry, next month, and as opposed to like just plopping that at the very end when all the participants have had enough of listening to me for two <laughs> days and their attention span is all uh, diminished, I'm, I'm going to pl- plug it in at the end of day number one. So I would agree with you on that. I think it's going to be exciting. And Anthony, you were talking a little bit about uh, maybe a push on uh, sure smile technology maybe it'll be paired with some technology that dense by will have coming out in the future can you talk a little bit about the sure smile aspect and what uh, ds has planned for that i know it's not specifically your role but it, it's a really exciting part of the company yeah i mean we have uh this year we have a huge initiative on digital impression and, and sure smile i mean the digital impression component um, you guys both hit on a lot of the the key benefits to that i mean we live in a digital age where you know patients are used to seeing things in three dimension. We all carry iPhones around. We have cars that drive themselves. And that it really, for them to be able to see their mouth in three three dimensions on that prime scan screen just engages them in, in the treatment process, right? So that's kind of the foundation. That's where it all starts. And then from there, we have all these different workflows that we can use that digital impression for. And one of them is, is orthodontics. Um, so, you know, back in 2019, we started with SureSmile, although SureSmile is not uh, a, a new product or metrics has been around for I think it's 15 or 20 years. So, but uh, but SureSmile is a, a an up and coming product that we see a lot of success uh, with uh, this year because you have the ability to have more predictable treatment, faster treatment options with it, very flexible. Like both of you guys have 3D printers, mm-hmm. so you have the ability to uh, do some of that production in house if you want with a DIY uh, model. So it, it really is an underutilized um, you know resource within Dentsply Serona, and we're going to have a huge push this year 
on SureSmile and uh, and hopefully uh, educate you know more dentists on the the advantage of that compared to some of the other you know mainstream Clearliners out there. Yeah, that's exciting. Should be uh, an exciting year. So, speaking of year, it's hard to believe that just over a year ago, almost a year ago to the day, Prime Mill was unveiled in mm-hmm. Berlin. Um, and I know that one thing that's near and dear to uh, Mike is uh, surgical guide milling capability in the Prime Mill. The reviews initially right now from the states are exceptional fit, much more streamlined uh, cleaning process, which would be great. What other capabilities are exciting you about Prime Mill, uh, Anthony, that uh, will uh, shortly be coming out? Well, so we've had like what has been very, very well adopted with Prime Mill is the zirconia, yeah, of course, right? Like you guys have seen that. Uh, but coming out this year, we have the titanium milling ability, which mm-hmm. is going to be huge. Talking about implants, um, being able to mill custom titanium allotments in house uh, to go along with those surgical guides that you're milling, I think that's going to be a huge push. Uh, hopefully, we'll see the super fast milling of ceramics yeah. this year. Uh, that we all know the mill is capable of doing it, so just flushing out some of the details and the approval processes around that so hopefully we'll be seeing that this year too but the titanium one we're definitely looking forward to seeing how that's going to work out now with the with the titanium is that um i know a lot of people are be interested in this um well i would also do the custom healing abutments uh, well, that's a great question. I, I don't know. I would assume we'd be able to do that. I mean, we do that a bit with zirconia now. Uh, yep. We can do that. But uh, I guess time will tell. The limitation for the custom healing yeah. um, cap would just be the size of the titanium blanks. You know, the titanium blanks that we have today would probably limit that. But we'll see what uh, what Serona has up their sleeve. Yeah, because I know yeah. there's a few of us that have been chatting about trying to work around um, because – Inherently, with um, immediate implant placement, um, having that, you know, typically you'll customize your own healing abutment by using uh, integrity or acrylic. Sure. Um, smooth it, trim it, remove it. Um, if we could take an extraction site prior to and scan it, and to be able to, you know, even image right after you take the tooth out and then make a, you know, so I think a lot of us have been playing around with ways in the split file okay. to try to do that. Um, so I think that'll be a cool thing. And, you know, right now that's the, the best way to do that is with the Zento, yep. right? Cause the mm-hmm. Zento will offer you that. And so whenever we're doing a, an immediate anterior, um, just for the sake of simplicity and completion to get that custom abutment to hold the papilla, all my front teeth are being done with the Zento. Okay. Um, uh, I just actually wouldn't do it any other way, but now as this starts to develop, I'm seeing, okay, we'd have the ability to also do it with a custom healing abutment. And, you know, where we have the ability to do a custom abutment in-house too, that helps that workflow as well, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, it uh, has some exciting applications. And I know that a super fast mill uh, Emacs is possible because I've actually seen it happen. <laughs> so uh, hopefully sooner than later. Uh, Anthony, to say that the last few years with uh, CERAC World, the changes in the CERAC World have been monumental would definitely be an understatement. Obviously, there was Prime Scan a couple years yeah. ago, Prime Mill just over a year ago. Uh, that has changed the way that Mike and I practice. I think significantly would be uh, the best way to describe it. But how has that changed your approach when you're talking to prospective dentists who are looking at this technology? Like, obviously, you mentioned how do I integrate it into, into my practice is the most common question. Of course, finances and a variety of other things are applicable. But with all the new applications, how does that change the conversation topics that you have? Well, it makes, from my perspective, it makes uh, CEREC 
more approachable to more dentists. Uh, because what we've seen with Prime Skin and the integration now with Prime Mill uh, in 2020 is just uh, the ease of use factor. You know, like it, adopting it to the clinic is so much easier because the scanning protocols are extremely simple. Um, you guys have seen like designing a crown, 95% of it is done by the software. Mm-hmm. You know, there's very little work there. And now with the Prime Mill, um, you know, the learning curve is significantly reduced. The mill is extremely smart. It does all of the burr management for you, yeah. all the block management does all that kind of stuff for you already. So I would say it just makes Sarek a lot more approachable to the masses. And that's what that's what we're seeing is more and more dentists are now looking at it because they, they, they can see that the technology is there. I don't, in their words, I don't have to become a lab technician, yeah. right? The the software and the, and the milling machine is doing a majority of the work for me. And then the rest of it, the rest of my team can pick up very, very easily, so. Yeah, I've noticed there's been a big push on uh, more and more um, the dentists that are getting their team involved in the design, in the mill, um, and definitely with scanning the blocks and using the prime mill has a, you know, it makes everything so seamless. Right. Um, now, another thing that is, I find is helpful is um, the internet and YouTube and, and being able to see these uh, videos and that. So on your Instagram, you have the CADCAM hacks. Yeah, that, yep, uh, that's what's going on. Uh, so CADCAM hacks, check it out. Now, um, <laughs> thanks for the shameless plug. Yeah, Appreciate talk it. about talk about <laughs> some of the key like tips and tricks that you're posting on that. Uh, I mean, the inspiration around a lot of that is is just in regard to uh, common questions that myself and our team get on a daily basis. So that's where a lot of that comes from. I mean, simple simple things like how, like you mentioned it earlier uh, before we, we started recording, but, you know, how to take a scan from one software to the other to the other, you know, what type of file format we use for that or, um, you know, how to use the new disposable tip for the prime scan. Um, or how to take, uh, I know you do a lot of uh, sleep appliances and sleep apnea work. So, you know, how to take a second buckle bite for that sleep appliance. Things of that nature. These are common questions our team sees all the time. And so that's really where their inspiration is. And I, when I started it, I just saw a need for um, free access to like, simple things that make life easier with Sarek. And so I just decided to start building it out. So um, it's a work in progress, you yeah. know. So if you guys, you guys got some ideas, you've got some requests, let me know. We'll, we'll try to make a video, but that's where it comes from. Well, and I do think it's important because there's a lot of the cases where, you know, uh, a file format or something that you need to shift. Um, I know when the move to CCAT implant was done from Galaxis, going from what was typically an SSI file movement to an SIXD confused a lot of people because all of a sudden they couldn't do. And I think we called you a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's good that, you know, it's, it's important um, when there are questions that come up. Uh, I like that you post that and the solutions so that people can just go through those and say, okay, somebody's likely asked this question before and I can go to that um go to the Instagram and find that pretty quick. Yeah, we, we linked it over to, there's the CatCam Hacks YouTube channel as well. So things like scanning with an Omnicam and sending the sure smile or scanning with the prime scan, sending the sure smile or, you know, things like what scan post or scan body do I use for certain applications? Mm-hmm. There's videos like that on there, which, I mean, I think they've been used many, many times just for, you know, simple education because as we know, when you're scanning it with Sarek, there's so many different components that, and different workflows you can do. Yeah, it takes a while to get really dialed into your particular system that you're using. So good for you on that initiative. Mike, next time you have a troubleshooting problem, just uh, take a selfie and post it onto uh, CAD CAM Hacks. And uh, Anthony will be answering in real time. It'll be the, 
the next aspect to that. Well, I, actually, with your new promotion, you probably have underlings that you can delegate that to. So <laughs> that's my role for Mike, by the way, Anthony, an underling that gets uh, task delegated. Um, so, you know, one of the, the, I guess, minor challenges that Mike and I would, would call uh, it over COVID has been around dental education uh, and uh, CE. So virtual meetings have filled that void uh, effectively, I guess, Mike, but just really there's limitations, obvious limitations with that. So with your new role supporting your team across Canada, uh, where do you see dental CE progressing in the next year or two, especially given the fact that in Canada our vaccine rollout is a little bit behind some of our other uh, uh, contemporary countries? (laughs) Um, so I, I would say when it comes to Dense by Sorona CE, you know, we have just completed our academy in mm-hmm. Toronto. Yeah. And so hopefully, despite some of these delays, we'll, we'll be able to travel at least in-country uh, and we can all have uh, have a nice meetup over there in Toronto at the new academy. But, uh, you know, we always have to have a backup plan because in-person, you know, like you said, may not happen yet this year. So uh, we have continued to build out what we started over the whole COVID lockdown early last year in building out the virtual CE experience. So we continue to add more and more education on on that front. And we continue to get better and better at it. I would say like within dental, uh, we didn't do a very good job of virtual trainings or virtual CE up until last year. And I'd say over the last year, we've really progressed and refined it. And I mean, even with, uh, with Wally, you know, we're doing a lot of the Thrive programs mm-hmm. where you can actually, you know, design your own Sarah Crown virtually, remotely. You know, things of that nature are just, you know, exciting. And yeah. I think you'll just see more of that to come this year. Well, some of those setups that you guys had initially, you know, kudos <laughs> to you and, and your entire team. I know Amber Lee was involved in that and obviously uh, Cindy Herrera from yeah. Toronto. So that was a fantastic uh, initiative for sure. I'm not sure how I would feel about providing – uh, dental CE out of my kitchen or living room, Mike, but uh, kudos to <laughs> Wally for uh, for volunteering uh, that. Yeah, obviously, Dental Supply Store has done a really good job with that, and we're certainly excited to see uh, the facility whenever we get a chance to to get out there. On, on that note, um, first of all, just to plug shamelessly, <laughs> to see Wally live on the podcast, podcast number 10, and everything you need to know about zirconia from the zirconia wizard. Yeah, uh, I, that guy is un, unbelievable when it comes to zirconia. I still go back to it when I'm cementing, going, "Okay, what did he say again?" So, if you need to know any tips and tricks about using zirconia or cementation, podcast ten uh, with Doctor Desi, the legend. And um, on that note, one other thing I wanted to ask is: is with the the new facility, can you tell us what's going to be there? Like, what's the uh, size of the training facility? Um, the number of people that can accommodate, um, how big the rooms are, what what do we know so far? Yeah, I don't I don't want to give numbers because I probably got them wrong and I probably underestimating, but it is it is a massive facility. Uh, have you both been to Charlotte? Yeah, we've been to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So very similar to what we have in the U.S. as far as size capacity goes. I mean, we have tons of space for in person, hands on. Um, you know, uh, learning experiences. I believe we have three or four treatment centers there. We have an entire sim lab. We have an entire in-lab setup there. We've got, uh, I can't even count the number of Sarics that we have there. Yeah. So I think we can accommodate 20 to 30, don't quote me on that, 20 to 30 in-person, in-person hands-on Sarics attendees. So, I which mean, is pretty, which is pretty great. Yeah. yeah, I saw the pictures of all the boxes in the warehouse there. Oh yeah, yeah. and it looked like Christmas on steroids. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty excited. I got excited. Maybe other people wouldn't find that 
boxes of Sirona products exciting, but you know, I am the dental geek. On, on social yeah. media, actually, last week, Cindy was posting some uh, aspects on the install. Oh yeah, and she yeah, was. it was uh, it was impressive for yeah. sure. She was pumped. That was that. That's her little baby there. Yeah. she's been she's been working on that and trying to figure out exactly how much we we need for the education coming up in the next year or two. So yeah, that was kind of her baby. She was happy to see that come to fruition. Well, I'm sure there'll be a dental education renaissance once uh, travel is opened up and, and people will be really keen on you know attending conferences and events. I know you and I certainly are. And Anthony, I'm, I'm well, sure you're itching to, to get out there as maybe well. Maybe we can have an Oktoberfest in, uh, in Toronto at the new academy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, I well, I better get back to the gym because I don't think <laughs> my dear Lederhosen is quite going to fit. If you bought the goat Lederhosen, Mike, it stretches a little bit more. So, well, um, And if you go to the Instagram at Smile Architect, there are pictures of, of Dr. Vishal <laughs> in, the, in those Oktoberfest photos. You just have to go back a few October pictures. Um, please check those out and comment um, several times, please. Well, speaking of my uh, lack of health and fitness over COVID, Anthony, obviously it's been a big personal initiative for you and you've had some really admirable undertakings with that. So uh, tell us about that. Where did the idea and motivation for um, some of your workout initiatives come from? We, of course, follow a few of the same podcasts, including uh, Digital Workflow uh, yes, Dentist, by the course, way. Course. But where did that come from? Uh, tell us a little, little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I you may follow uh, Andy Frisella. Yeah. He's a guy I follow um, religiously on, on social media. But he has a program called 75 Hard, which uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's 75 days of uh, no alcohol. You got to file a meal plan. You've got to drink a gallon of water a day. And you got to have two 45-minute workouts a yeah. day, including one being outside. In minus 27, <laughs> that would be that would be. I would say dangerous, but, um, yeah. So I think, uh, after the first lockdown last year, a lot of us were feeling the COVID fatigue and, um, you know, I kind of made a resolve to myself that I wanted to come out of this stronger, both physically, mentally, the whole bit. And so I had been thinking about doing it for like a year or two. And I, I had every excuse in the book, every excuse in the book not to do it. But, uh, I got to the point where I was like, well, you know, time to, to stop making excuses and just commit to it. So thankfully my wife um, was kind of in the same position. So she joined along and I had another buddy that joined along. Good and so we had a bit of a group doing it, but um, you know, it was transformational. Definitely was like mentally a huge transformation um, physically, you know, it was, it was good as well, but uh, I've been thinking about starting it back up. I'm just going to wait for it to warm up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Fair so. enough. It's... Yeah. I, I saw it and I, I got to day five <laughs> myself. I tried. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm giving it a go. Yeah. January 5th, it got to January 10th. What was the hardest part? Um, you know what it was? It's just all of a sudden, you know, I had like, um, um, I, like, I think I was doing lecturing on the one day and then I was just like exhausted, you know, full day of speaking with, you know, 10 computers stacked in here. Yeah. And then I got home and I'm like, I got to do two workouts and one outdoors. And it just, you know, kind of fell apart there. I would say I, that's to me the the outdoor workout was the hardest one to fit in. You know, like the rest of it was hard, but I thought it was going to be harder. But the second workout, I mean, it's so easy to to not get that one in. Well, so. good for you, and and that obviously uh, not only a testament to your uh, mental strength, but the real aspect is that Mike is an ultra marathon runner. But a day of talking about CBCT will exhaust him more than an ultra marathon. So <laughs> yeah, that just exactly. tells you how hard exactly. all this is. Um, Obviously, a lot of your plans for the remainder of 2021 are going to entail your new role. What are your plans for the new role? What are your plans personally? What's going to occupy your time for the rest of the year? 
Well, yeah, the new role is a big, big component of that. Um, you know, we've got some exciting things in the works that uh, that you'll see roll out later on, later on this year. That'll be part of that. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do personally for the rest of the year, especially if we can't travel. So that's a bit of an unknown, but I'm sure we'll get up to something crazy. I just I finished a basement renovation yeah. um, right there before Christmas. So that was kind of the last box to check of home projects. So I think I need to pick, pick up a hobby maybe crocheting or something I yeah don't know. well mike's always 70 looking... 75 days of crocheting <laughs> <laughs> mike's always looking for a 75 kilometer running partner and uh that's definitely not going to be me so yeah I, uh, I think i'm gonna pass on that one too yeah i think that's wise anthony uh a pleasure having you always good talking to you congratulations yes. on the new role and we're very excited uh for the unveiling of whatever this piece of teasing technology is that uh, you are mum about and not telling us anything about. So excited to see that. Uh, Mike, I'll leave it to you to wrap it up. Thank you very much again, Anthony, for being here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, to check us out, uh, go to at Digital Workflow Dentistry on Instagram. Follow us, and there'll be links to the podcast. We're Digital Dentist on YouTube. Uh, best way to find us is searching Digital Workflow Dentistry on YouTube. And there's lots of podcasts. We're up to 12 now. Uh, thanks to all of our uh, subscribers and everybody be well and take care. Thanks everyone. Okay. Let me get a picture.